0: Beep, Hello, welcome
1: and bienvenue. War. it's time for the Armish Inquisition yet again, episode 185 on Sunday, the 23rd of May. I'm Armish Phil. I'm Armish Ben.
2: And I'm Armish Matt, the dwarf, the cripple, and the mother of madness.
1: And we've got a little swapcast for you tonight with Noble from uh, CFR News Network. Mm-hmm. So, uh, don't forget to check out the links in the uh, scroll down to the show notes. So you can find all uh, Noble's content down there. And we'll catch you back in an hour to do some housekeeping and Rona news and all that mm. beautiful shit. <laughs> okay. Take care. Yeah, that's fine. Remember, whatever you do is going to be on the internet forever. Yeah, for so, perpetuity. Uh, yes, yeah, maybe not whip it out. Return penis. <laughs> so, then, noble. Well, we're recording now. Um, so, we met a few months ago, was it back in January on the Union of the Unwanted?
3: Exactly, exactly, sir. That was it. It seemed like yesterday. It seems like literally yesterday. As, as 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 you, I would imagine, appreciate time is just <laughs> flying by.
1: Yeah. How did you get involved in that? Have you? Do you know some of the boys
3: from from previous? Yeah. Well, um, I've had Ricky on the um, on the broadcast a few times, and from there we've kind of spun out, and we have very regular, um, well, very similar guests and stuff.
1: Well, exactly. Because I believe you had Mark uh, Adank on recently, didn't you?
3: Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. I've had him. I've had. Him, I've had Micron. Maybe tw- it's come up to three times. I've actually booked a, a, a third instalment of yeah. the interesting Dank. He's such a slut,
1: isn't he? <laughs>
0: he, puts it, really?
1: he puts it. He puts it about that lad. Just a tad Just yeah. a TED. <laughs> well, actually are, are you into all, in all the the uh, astrotheology
3: kind of stuff? I have studied, in my limited research history, which goes back to 2002, um, I've studied a fair bit of bits and pieces. You know, the New Age movement, obviously all of the major religions and non-major religions, a little bit of politics, world history. Sociology, psychology—all just the usual stuff. You know, you go down one rabbit hole, and then you—you—you wow, how did I end up in architecture?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it kind of ends up being a like a scattergun approach, doesn't it? Because that's how that's how I've been in my sort of research over the last few years, sort of lacking direction, really. Because, like you said, uh, one door opens another, and like you said, you end up in a rabbit hole and trying to pull things together and find. Common themes and whatnot.
3: Well I found I don't know if it was it's just, you know, the most high potentially guiding me or whether as people term the phrase a luck or maybe yeah. even synchronicity. I found in my studies everything naturally led into the, it's right place. I didn't necessarily know it at that time because, I, as you as you say, I am looking at various points of information. I am looking at that, and then it's okay. Four years down the line, I am seeing the correlations. I am seeing the lines. I am seeing everything all add up. Yeah, yeah, it's something we had um,
1: esoteric astrology. Gary Kidgel on uh, about. I think that was maybe March, February. Yeah, it
4: was a, a while back. Yeah,
1: and. um he's a member of the theosophical society and and he's been looking at all this all this stuff for decades what did he say like since the early 80s i wanna say maybe longer i think yeah. and uh, not not so not just sort of overtly esoteric stuff but stuff like Carl Jung and um, oh. Joseph Campbell the hero's <laughs> journey and yeah. and one of the best pieces of advice is that he gave me was um taking notes when you're reading which is something i've started to implement because like you said, you'll be, you'll be watching a video or reading a book or something and it won't be till later on where you, where you find another piece of information that correlates. And if you've got mountains of books or videos to, to go through to find this one nugget that you want to tie to something else, you, you've had it. And I think that's probably one of the most valuable tips he gave me it was about taking notes.
3: Agreed. Agreed. I mean, that's not st- that's not something I've actually currently done. But since you've said it, I mean, in regards to reading books it, it, per se, documentaries, and you know, consuming other forms of media, notes. There's there's books upon books upon books of, of just notebooks of of correlations of little diagrams of drawings of just thoughts and stuff that you know you can sit through and spend an afternoon just going through and thinking oh of course i of course need to go back and restudy that area that i went down before that rabbit hole or whatnot
1: yeah it's all right so you take you have like a notebook like a bit like a journal exactly exactly yeah right cool I'm just looking for I'd your notebook now, Phil. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where is it? No, I don't,
2: I don't use a notebook. I use... Um, Do you use your phone? No.
1: Uh, oh, here we are. Here's one.
2: Is it an exercise book? One of your kids' exercise books from school?
1: Old oh,
3: school. Yeah, that's
2: this
1: it. A, this is the last book that I finished. Oh, and look, I've got look these, at that. I've got these sticky yeah. tabs, yes. and, the, and they've written on, so I can go to... What's this one say? Oh. <laughs> what's it say? Um can't read it (laughs) 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 oh david matheson furniture analogy and then i've made some notes Mm. and uh, sort of highlighted some bits so i've just gone through and whatever something that sort of anything that stands out i've just put a little sticky note on the book
4: i think you're about ready for university now Phil. yeah (laughs)
1: yeah sphinx eternity gosh cast system
3: now, that is an interesting subject in itself. It's because it, it it covers so many different sort of areas, you know, whether we go to, to the, the Asian sort of East Indian side and we talk about the physical colour of sorts, then we go to the, the name in regards to caste system, then we go into the profession in regards to caste system. Right, and then we yeah. can see how that sort of bled out towards the whole wide world kind of thing, like everyone of sorts... Really? Has adopted. Oh, yeah, most definitely. There is a caste system pretty much adopted in in every society, should I say?
1: Wow, right. This is something we need to talk about. Because the caste system and, I think, India. And and this book talks about the caste system in India and the four main castes. And like you said, they were tied to um, occupation. So there was like the teacher spiritual class, the Brahmin. Yes, and then you, underneath him you had the warrior class. Yes, then you had the um, the the merch, sort of merchant class, like the shopkeeper mm-hmm. class, mm-hmm. and then the fourth class, which was the like the pleb. Indeed, not Indeed. not untouchable. <laughs> that's I think that's to do with handling dead bodies and stuff. But they're just yeah. the four main class uh, casts, yeah. and then you have when sounds horrible to say, but interbreeding between casts creates new ones underneath. So I think I think in the book it said maybe the lowest caste was uh, the child of a Brahmin female and the fourth caste male. Or something they were seen as, you know, that was really not, not, not cool. cool. So tell us about because uh, you know I'm pretty ignorant caste system. I just think India. How does it relate to like Britain?
3: What well, if we okay, if we take the term caste and we then replace it with class ah. system. Yep. It's just, you see, the, 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 the power of words is such a thing, it's such a wonderful thing, but not fully grasping it, overstanding, inner standing, understanding, equal standing, the importance of words and how interchangeable they are. I mean, you know, we're, we're obviously currently conversing via the old English methods, Well, yeah. not even the old, let's use the, prop, the right verbiage, via English, modern English. We then go back a few hundred years and we have mid-English. We have old verily. English. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Verily, verily, here I shall go. Um, so it's just it, it's just an interchange of words. It's, it's also, it yeah. has been exported or imported from various different places. So depending on where you are within that culture or within that region of the planet, It may be, it will be called something different because as you say, as soon as you say caste system, in your mind, you are transported to the land of India or the continent.
1: And I think probably, I think maybe one thing, I'm probably wrong, but one thing that sort of stands stands out to me about the Indian caste system is how uh, it seems to be so strict hereditary-wise and that you're born into a caste and as far as I can tell, there's no way out of it from what I've read. Whereas it's you would, you could argue that
3: maybe in our country, there are ways out of it. Okay. Would you not um, say? I would agree. But as you know, there's always, there's always outliers and there's always, you know, um, exceptions to the rule. So yeah. on a on a general basis, yes, of course. Um, and when we look at the, the, the class system, I mean, no, let's stick with the, the caste. The caste system itself, yes, I would 100% agree. But you have, a, um, you have uh, I guess, modern Asian families who are more sort of British in regards to culture. So it, they are a little bit more accepting in regards to, as you, said, as you put it, interbreeding. So, you know, maybe European marriages, not necessarily Afro-Caribbean marriages, but they are a little bit more open to not necessarily having the arranged marriage. That's not the... I wouldn't say that's the majority, but thats it's becoming a lot more popular, I would say.
1: Yeah, a bit of a general liberalisation.
3: Definitely, definitely. and And again, it's based upon, I mean, how much of the culture do you want of your culture do you want to retain and how much of the culture in regards to the place that you reside do you want to sort of adopt
1: yeah this is where it becomes difficult because culture is part of people's identity isn't it exactly and and you know if you're a first generation emigrating to this country then we've said it loads of time haven't we if we were going if we were immigrating to a foreign country we'd want to find out where all the English people are And move into that area because we share the same language, the same values generally, um, probably the same likes and dislikes. So it's difficult, isn't it, to integrate?
3: But if you think about it, that is, everything you've said, I agree. But that is from a very frontal lobe, if I can use that terminology, sort of standpoint. It when is we pretty stri- big. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, said not me. <laughs> 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 when, we, when we start to strip away those layers and start to actually really look at it, one of the main reasons you want to uh, sort of embed yourself within the expat community would be, number one, ease of communication mm, yeah. and cultural identification for the purposes of your journey of your physical journey and your spiritual journey, it would have been far better to make the choice to maybe envelop and engross yourself within the native or the local populi to then learn the language, learn their mores, their customs and, you know, pick and choose and really say, you know what, this is a really interesting culture. This is a really nice society. or you know what? I've done this for two years. I'm going to go to where the British people are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. This is what I find interesting about travel authors and travel books, where people go and sort of embed themselves and just go wandering around yes. Asia and they'll, they'll spend six months in each country. And without having to do that legwork, like you just said, you can try at least try and get a flavor of what, what it's like for other people living around the world in different societies.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah
1: it is fascinating how how we live so differently in different parts of the world
4: yes
3: and and I think as you've highlighted exposing yourself to the different cultures the different foods and senses and smells I think that that creates that, that number one removes some of the barriers and stigmas that we have subconsciously held in our minds Um with, like, for instance, going to Colombia. The first thing you think of when, when I said the word Colombia is what? Cocaine. <laughs>
4: yeah. That <laughs> footballer you know. with the mad hair. Uh, <laughs> Carlos Valderrama. <laughs>
3: but it is a... I haven't been myself as, as of yet, but I do have a, a, quite a few listeners out there and uh, a few friends, I would I, I can say. Um, and they say it's a, it, you, there's no real evidence of this kind of stuff that is portrayed in the media. It's just a normal South American country. There's, there's clearly, and just like every part of the world, there is good and there's bad. Um, but generally, I mean, you don't see police walking around with, you know, M15s and stuff. If certain things have happened, you might see that. But generally, it's just a normal day. Um, I think marijuana is legal over there. Um, cocaine is clearly not. But it's a a huge commodity. Yeah. Um, but it's it's again until you go there and you you would generally not think, oh, we're gonna go on holiday. Sell? So, uh, where where should we go? Colombia? No, no one thinks about that. But there is some beautiful cities. Medellin is a very very good place to go to. Um, there's just so much culture, There's, and if you're into food as well, spicy foods or maybe not so spicy, but just something different. The South American flavor gives it gives it all.
1: Mm. I don't think any of us have ever been to South America, have we?
3: You've been to no. Mexico. Does that Mexico count? I've been to Mexico, yeah, Mexico, yeah. Mexico, Mexico, yes.
2: Yeah. I'm not sure the part of Mexico I went to counts, though, is Cancun.
3: Cancun. Oh, no, so, that's, all, that's cool. That's, that's how like we going
4: work. to Spain and going to Benidorm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Benidorm. <laughs> Seeking <laughs> out the
4: English. What's, and what's wrong
2: with our culture?
3: <laughs> it's quite commercialised, but you still get a little bit of flavour there. I, I spent some time in Cancun, Acapulco. Yeah. Mexico City was very interesting. Did you manage to go up there at all?
2: No, no. No, at all, it was uh, a complete lads, lads, lads holiday, unfortunately. Um, oh, you mean. <laughs> and what it was is we stayed out, out. Should I name the hotel that we stayed in in case our listeners are interested in that kind of thing? Go
0: for it. Go it called, for I don't it. know if
2: it's still called that, but it's called the, the Blue Bay Getaway. Um, and we, I swear, we did not know this before we went, but apparently, um, a few years before or a few years after, it was on Watchdog because it was advertised as a family hotel. And when you got there, there was just kind of strange goings-on all the time. So, like, people would kind of disappear into rooms together. And then, like, <laughs> <coughs> the um, pool guys would play, like, risque like pool games, like um, strip volleyball and stuff Eww. like that. And anyway, it comes to light that it's actually a swingers
3: I was just about That's to say it, it
2: was a swingers hotel. So it was, there was loads of Americans there who were doing it. And, of course. And um, we, were, we were, I remember one night we were playing pool and like the, they had like a few pool tables in a hall. And then like this just middle-aged couple just started shagging each other on a pool table next to us. And like the barman was just like, this just happens every night. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and w- where's this again? The course. <laughs> what's, what's the name of the hotel?
2: <laughs> Blue Bay Getaway.
4: <laughs> It's got a nice ring to it, I think. Uh, Yeah,
2: Uh, yeah. but it was all right. You know, I enjoyed it. We went, there was like some, we just did some, just got pissed basically for like two weeks and that was it. And then came home ill.
3: Oh dear. From the, from the alcohol, I take it. Did you you do the, did you do the tequila with the worm in it?
2: Oh God, probably. I don't know. I was just, I just wrecked all the time. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Did Um, you happen, did you go when it was still pesos? Um, yeah. Well, is it? I don't know if it's, is it something else now. It's euros now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it might as well be. What is it now? Well, well I, I, the way I phrase that is like it's changed. All right, but no, it's still. I'm pretty sure it actually, it's still the the peso. But they did talk about potentially adopting the emero. You know, when they were talking all about right. that, that currency. Yeah.
2: No, well, I remember going and nobody wanted to take Mexican pesos or whatever. I can't remember what it was. Um, everybody wanted dollars, USD. Yeah. So we took, Um, I think we all talked like cash. You know, dollars basically with us. Um, and eventually Singles. it all ran out so we had to like go to a cash machine and we got pesos in the like, taxi drivers were looking at it like what the fuck's this guy what's this shit yeah yeah so it's yeah a bit of a it was a nice it was nice I think the only other issue was was I, I think there had <laughs> just before we went there was a a major hurricane like either the season before or like as in oh, the holiday I season before yeah, um, and everything was just fucking wrecked. Um, <laughs> uh, so that was the other thing. So. W- Were they building? Were not they doing building work all the time as P- well? Possibly. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: It was just. It was just a, a dark, dark holiday. <laughs> hey, it's something we've got something to, we've got to look forward to now. Have okay. you? Have you been holidays? Oh, yeah. yes. Have you? Exactly. Have you been uh, enjoying your newfound? Returned freedoms noble this week. <laughs> oh, 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 Caesar, Caesar Johnson has, has divined that it's now acceptable for adults to make sort of judgment contact, calls about their it? own. Yeah, apparently, yeah. No. You can, you can hug people again now. Can make right, physical
3: contact, yeah. yeah. Have you been making the most of it
4: on a pool table?
3: I, I, well, I'll tell you what, look, guys, you know, to be honest, I. I've been in lockdown for quite some time anyway. Uh, I'm a social person to a point, but I just don't like people. (laughs) Okay. You know, it sounds quite ironic of sorts, but it's like being like shopping and stuff. I don't like people like close to me and stuff. So I, I was forever getting into like, not confrontations, but you know conversations with people like you know I don't even know you like you like I can feel your smell your breath behind me like can you give me some room kind of thing but they want those bananas (laughs) (laughs) you're in the way (laughs) give me the bananas and the peaches as well I'm talking about being at the checkout you know you get to check out oh yeah you know give people some privacy and stuff you know (laughs) right it could be going into their purse their wallet and stuff like you know so as i say i've I've kind of been in lockdown anyway um i I can't say i've I've necessarily stuck to all of the quote-unquote rules um because i think you know as with most logically minded people who um, operate in sense, not common sense, because if it was common, everybody <laughs> would really have it. Um, they're kind of like, okay, you know, I'll be diligent of, of sorts, you know. I mean, I'll, I'll wash my hands as I should if I've gone to the restroom. Um, but um, you're not stopping me from going to see my parents. There's nowhere <laughs> on earth that's taking place. There's nowhere on earth you are stopping my life outside of, what I can do in regards to going to pubs, restaurants and to other type places. But in, as reference, going to friends, family and that kind of stuff, that it, 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 it kind of slowed down a little bit. But as, mm. as I say, in regards to like close family, no, I was seeing them every, every, every opportunity I, I had. I mean, the problem that
1: a lot of people have had is that their friends and family don't want to see them because they've yeah, been, worried, yeah. they've been absorbing yeah. The messaging, and the Difficult. propaganda, and the media, and the daily case count on yeah. the BBC at six o'clock, at ten o'clock, whatever every day, and people have been programmed yeah. to to be to be to be afraid, and we know that they've been using these tactics. They they release the minutes from the meetings. Mm-hmm. We need, you know, the people aren't afraid enough, and and such. And this is the problem we we have is is the messaging. It's like the mask. We um, did you say you had Charlie Robinson on your show?
3: No, no. not as yet. Not as yet. I'm, well, I'm yes, yeah, soon. Watch this space. Watch this space.
1: We had him on back end of last year, and we were talking about all this, and he talked about he mentioned the masks being a visual representation. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you what: if people weren't wearing masks, no one, vast majority of people, would have no idea there's anything going on. Yeah. Mm. It's yeah. just this constant reminder. Yeah,
2: it's quite a good point,
1: that, isn't it? It's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. you've had you the the, the populi, and we are part of the Populi, have been forced to ingest. If you choose to turn on that box <laughs> that with the flicker rates, um, to be to to ingest this death porn, the the, the death counts, yeah. the, the the face nappies. Uh, the co- inconsistent information constantly. Are you talking about Eurovision, Noble? <laughs> <laughs> That's coming, isn't it? <laughs> it's it's uh, it's amazing. It's amazing that the 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 human spirits <laughs> which is a wonderful thing, and has unfortunately been manipulated along with the the overt stuff, along with the neuro linguistic programming, uh, along with the. I mean. We visually didn't see ambulances just tearing up and down the streets constantly. Mm, we didn't no. see people just falling out and mm. like, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm really ill. We didn't see any of these signs.
4: No. No.
2: Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, if it was, um, what's the death rate? Is it
1: 0.015? Something like that. 0.15 is the IFR. 0.15. According to it. Iñigo. So that's less
3: than one percent. Put it that way. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, it's
1: nearly a tenth of one percent. <laughs> so you know,
2: imagine if it was one percent or ten uh, percent the death yeah. rate. Do you know what I mean? And that that would, I suppose.
1: Well, imagine if, if, that. The, if the death rate was ten percent. The the gun, I've said this on this podcast. Yeah. If. <laughs> <laughs> If this was, a, I, I was going to say a real pandemic, that that's not the the right way to say it. If this was a really serious, deadly disease, the government wouldn't need to rely on propaganda no, and programming yeah. no. No. and fear exactly. porn. Yeah, mm, you'd see it. Yeah, you would see it. You'd see people yeah. you'd, on the streets. You would mm, totally.
4: Ebola, like what, 50% death rate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, Maybe more. Or Spanish flu. You know, Sp- oh. they keep
1: comparing this to Spanish flu. And I'm like... You know, that wiped out millions and millions. And healthy people, young people. Yeah, exactly. It was worse for 30-year-olds than 70-year-olds. Than but I thought
2: mm. this is the thing with the... Uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, you, you weren't allowed to compare it to Spanish flu. And now they're doing it themselves because they've realised that the, the Spanish flu is actually worse than this now. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Well. <laughs> so, you know, it's come full circle, hasn't it? Like, you're running out of stuff to do, so... Well, this is where the scarients come in, isn't it? Yeah. Although, he's been out, hasn't he? Uh, what is his name? Hat Mancock. Hat Mancock. And okay. he said today, hasn't he, that it works, the vaccine against the variant. Surprising. Surprise, surprise. But there you go.
3: These interesting new variants which pops up in places where um, melanated people are from. Yeah.
1: Hey, this this oh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> hey, well, oh, yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't tag that. Right, so yeah, Indian variant. We've had the South African variant.
4: Yes, there's no Norway variant. No Brazilian. Brazilian.
1: Well, you see, Mm -hmm. Noble, I I tied it to where they did the vaccine trials, because the Uh, vaccine trials were in the UK, South Africa, Brazil, and the unit in the US. There was a was there not a Surrey variant?
2: Kent Kent variant. That was it.
3: They spoke about that literally for maybe a week or so, though, didn't they? I think, mm-hmm. You see, that was part of the, the the predictive programming and all the rest of the the, 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 the fear-mongering which they're, mm-hmm. they're bringing forth. I mean, you've got, um, unfortunately, you've had people, hundreds maybe, no, well, let's say more than that, thousands of people who have been glued to that little box, that little glowing box in their room, and they're just sucking it all up and mm-hmm. they're regurgitating it. And anyone has any kind of choice to have any kind of meaningful conversation with them? They just regurgitate everything that they've heard on, on, on this, this 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 box thing, and yeah. it's just like they're in a trance. They've been beaten down into submission. Look, I'll I'll I'll, I'll crawl on the ground with a With a snorkel in my mouth, if that means I can go shopping i'll do it like i'll hold my breath and then hop on one foot three times, spin around, and then that means I'm okay for twelve minutes that gives me twelve <laughs> minutes worth of covid you know free covid interaction kind of thing like i'll do it, man, whatever you tell me i'll do it i'll even allow you to to give me something into my body into my bloodstream which is retroactively been sort of uh, redesigned to cope with something you've told us that's out there, which hasn't been, you know, tested on the human popular, which means in, in, in essence, the people who are taking this, this, the, the, the um vaccination are guinea pigs. They're willing guinea pigs, they're in a they're in a medical trial with no wa- medical waiver that's been signed. No recompense has been offered. No,
1: but it's like you said, they've just people have just been beaten down, and they just want it over. and mm. And people will do anything just to just to get this over with. And what's great is now that all the vulnerable have been vaccinated, and they're working down to thirty year thirty year thirty odd year olds, we're still in lockdown. We're still having to wear masks. Mm. You know it's a con but you know people just want a way out don't they but i think i said right at the beginning it'll end as soon as we decide it's over
4: yeah Mm.
3: great points great points as as i as i highlight every opportunity i can the network (laughs) the network the network i've had enough i'm not taking it anymore oh the film network yes yes. Uh (laughs) That's the point. We, we need to get to that tipping point. We need a charismatic figure or something or somebody to. Uh, <laughs> this is it. You know. Why did you um, not point at me? <laughs> You're not
1: charismatic.
2: <laughs> I think I'm the most charismatic in the room. Look at his beard.
3: <laughs> this is it, and it's really trendy now. The old beards, you know, the old bin Latin beards. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what well, we got? Yeah, I've interrupted
1: Sorry. you. Yeah. We're talking about network.
3: Yeah, well, no, that's the oh, tipping gets, point, right? That's the tipping point we need to get yeah. to where people are like, you know what? We, we, we actually, we are small cogs. In a part of this "quote-unquote" larger system, but we do everything. We have the power. Aren't we supposed to be, you know, uh, electing these politicians polar into these positions of "quote-unquote" power? Wait a minute. Maybe we should just re- 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 withdraw from all of this stuff. Let's, let's remove all of the the draft, the, the the tears. Um, separate the tears from the wheat, and then we put into place. We install the the people that we need. And we take away this party system because there's there, it's just folly it's just total folly but we, we 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 just get along to get along oh well you know historically it's labor so you know i'm for the working and no look it should be people it should be a bunch of like maybe four or five candidates coming together and saying look this is what we want to do this is yeah. the plans we've got. This is the budget I've got. This is the agenda. Like, vote for me and I'm going to do it. If I don't do it, I've got a year or two years and I'm out. You get somebody else in.
4: Noble, you've already got the charismatic leader in power. <laughs> he's just not hes not saying enough. But soon, he will say enough and he'll be seen as that charismatic leader that the people are, are looking for. Not necessarily us, but they'll get another term. There's no alternative no viable alternative at the moment. Look at Keir Starmer; he's got no, he's got nothing.
1: No, I think Noble's saying we need something else, not the two parties. No. We need no. something else from the uh, gr- not gra- grassroots, uh, something new. The thing that I, I, I think I'm sort of with Lord Sumption on this, in that he says it's sort of up to, it won't be through rallies and protests and a mass no. movement. It's it's going to be down to individuals making the decision. And then if enough individuals start basically ignoring mm. unjust unjust laws, unjust orders, and then eventually that will get to a groundswell. But again, it's it's so difficult for people. Mm. It's like the mask, which is the main... I think that's one of the main things. It's one of the linchpins. I think if you can get rid of the masks, that that is one of... Psychologically, I think mm. that is important for people. But it's so difficult because they've been conditioned to wear them. And they're, afra- and they're afraid. They're afraid oh because you, you do get challenged. I got challenged on Friday going into a supermarket. Oh, And it's n- it's not pleasant. Uh, well, it was quite pleasant, actually. So, <laughs> excuse me, sir. Uh, have you got <laughs> the...
0: Uh, you got the old
3: face nappy, mates? <laughs> de- yeah, well, it's yeah. Okay. Now, you see that? I'm glad you touched on that because depending on... Like, if I'm doing manual work and I'm in manual work clothing and I go into the stores... I'm addressed as mate. Excuse me, mate. If <laughs> you've got one of the old face nappies that you can all put on, and I'll just smile at them and say, no, thank you. But if I'm having like a meeting or so, and I'm dressed in a suit, for instance, it'll be, so... um, excuse me, kind sir, <laughs> but um, may I offer you one of the face nappies <laughs> or anything
4: like that? It's that easy to switch between casts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just get changed, exactly.
3: <laughs> this is it, the, and this highlights this. This is the the the, the pre uh, judging, the pre the subconscious sort of biases that we have. Oh, someone is sitting is in a suit. They're a sir. Anybody who is dressed in a workman attire, they're a mate. A, a brand of condoms. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wow. <laughs> it's true, though. It, appearances are important. Yeah. People people mm-hmm. do judge people on appearances, rightly or wrongly. I think it's probably hardwired into our psychology. I, I, I think it's something that you can at least try and be conscious of, but it's sort mm-hmm. of unavoidable in a way. But at least you mm-hmm. can try and be conscious of it and try and catch yourself doing it and correct yourself.
3: Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the key. That's the key. I mean, what's the old-fashioned saying? Never judge a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. But yet, you know, someone's got a suit on. Their authority. If you've got a certain clown costume on, which has a luminous colours with blue stuff on there, you're seen as like the almighty. In essence, like if they step out into the road if they start screaming at you, you better yield and do exactly <laughs> these policy enforcers tell you to do so. Hmm.
1: Have you uh, ever looked into this? I'm going to butcher the phrase, but it's—is it when you, you declare you yourself a man of the land? Am I getting oh, that yes. right? Yes,
3: yes, man of the land. Yes, I, 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 I wandered down that um, quagmire for for uh, quite some time. Uh, maybe about two and a half years. I looked into that and contemplated some of some of the actions, which. Um, as you as you can <laughs> as you, it's not amusing, but at the same time it is amusing to see some of these people on YouTube putting their videos up it's 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 interesting because the the theory behind it and magna carta twelve fifteen june sixteenth it you know it it all makes sense common law lawful legal policies statutes amendments um these are all very different things mm and then we're looking at terminology again words are powerful mortgages, death like what are we talking about Like, what are we actually doing it's, it's, like a, it's like it was more kind of upfront and honest the days of Robin Hood in that thiefdom because it was overt the sheriffs would come around and say look we need fucking more money that's <laughs> it like, we need some more money or we need some more of your produce or kind sir, Mr. Blacksmith we need you to make 20 more swords today and I'm not paying you for anything these days it's it's oh, it's a lot more technological it's a lot more swift and subtle with these stealth taxes June the 1st we've got another stealth tax coming in into Birmingham <laughs> called the clean air zone
1: yeah, and uh, the carbon tax is getting rolled out June the 1st as well so, uh, we had a uh, word from a producer of ours, a boots on the ground report from the concrete industry. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, carbon is going to be auctioned. The price of carbon is going to be auctioned every fortnight. And then, wow. whatever the price of it will be, that'll be added on. If you buy concrete, if you want to yeah. you have an extension on your house, you need concrete footings, you're going to have a tax to pay on that. And where the fuck do we think this money's going? I know. It's not going to make the. Planet any fucking cooler, is it? <laughs> no, because... Yeah. It's just another industry. Another way for the rich to get rich and us to get fucked, and people don't care.
3: <laughs> they don't... And, and what about the implications? I mean, are, are, are we not all carbon-based beings?
1: Well, yeah, yeah. And, like, that, that's... We're, we're essentially pollutants now. Yeah. Every time we breathe out, we're <laughs> polluting. And it's not just what you breathe out, it's what you eat as well. You better, yes. as, better start better start reducing your meat content because uh, yeah. you're killing the fucking planet. Do you not care about your grandchildren? Yeah. You better get rid of your car as well. Yeah. Oh, Wood-burning stove, you can shove that up your arse. You're Is, not having it? them. No. Yeah, I know. And what's and it going to they... achieve?
3: Well, they're trying to get to the point where... The car industry, it, it's going to be, I mean, trust me, this will not come to fruition. But the the idea in their sick, twisted, deranged minds is that you don't actually, you in the future, quote unquote future, you won't own your own vehicle anymore. Okay. You will just be leasing. You'll be paying a leasing fee to use a vehicle, an autonomous vehicle at mm. like that to just turn up at six o'clock, take you to work. It then goes about its business, dropping whoever else else you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in in that vehicle. Then comes back up, picks you to go to lunch, maybe to go to see your mother, and then you know take you home, and that's it. That's that's gonna be our quote unquote life. That's, and it's gonna be electric, of course, mm, yeah. not a combustible engine.
2: Well, this is where you, this sort of thing, I think this switch to paying for things monthly, like you have a subscription for Netflix, you have a subscription for your phone. The cars. And, and, you, and it's
1: cars. Well, people lease cars. Well, this is what I'm saying. is you, a lot people of People who could never have afforded a new car are yeah. driving around in brand new cars because yeah. they're paying 400 a month or whatever it is. Exactly,
2: yeah. So I think it's there. The groundwork's there, isn't it, for that this kind do. of shift. And, like, the amount of Porsches I see now. Oh, I am just no. thinking... Yeah. I, who would have, in the right mind in the 90s, 80s, when we were growing up, would have thought, yeah, I'm going to have a Porsche. I have a 911. Yeah. <laughs>
3: 911, that's it, on 918. <laughs> yeah. or 918
2: Yeah, like, it's just wild, isn't it? It's, it's that shift in mentality from ownership to leasing. Just having, just having it. Yeah, having it. And it's, I think the other thing as well is, like, delayed gratification. People can't wait for stuff anymore. Nah. Mm. And I think that's a wider problem, um,
1: generally. That's that's through That runs through everything mm. in society, particularly entertainment. Like I said, everything's on demand, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I remember when we were kids, you'd maybe get an hour of TV when you got home from school. Yes. You maybe have you know a bit of uh, what was it? Clean-house. Andy Crane, Andy Crane in the broom cupboard. Oh, shit, yes. You know, and then a bit of gun Gopher and. Uh, Andy what? Crane. Andy Crane, yeah. Andy yeah. Crane, yeah. That's his name. Yeah, no. Yeah. Pat Pat Sharp, Funhouse, whatever. All right, okay. And then up to like neighbours. Yeah, Neighbours, that was it. And then that was it. Yeah, That was your TV for
4: the day.
3: Andy, hey, guys, Andy Peters, yeah. Do you remember the mysterious Cities of Gold? Oh, I love oh. Cities of
4: Gold. Did you ever that get there? He's
3: yeah. classic. I got the box set. You, I, would, I would recommend anybody know, get that, the box set.
2: That is a children's uh, uh, cartoon that I think about the most because <laughs> I can kind of half remember watching it growing up. But then I never can remember if Esteban got to the City of Gold. What's he called, Esteban? Esteban. Esteban, Yeah, was he? Mendoza.
3: Mendoza. Had she?
1: Hachi? I I can't remember. I can't remember. You must remember the music. It was the best ah, theme I tune. I was dope. Absolutely <laughs> don't.
3: Children all... of the sun. Yeah, that's I was going to do the rendition.
1: Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. dum gold. Ah, I to find the
0: it is a gold.
2: Loved it. Uh, yeah, he's just—he's like a musical savant, uh, Phil. So no, just to warn you, that and uh, what's the other thing you're into? Speakers? Are they not called speakers?
1: Are they amplifiers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Amplified. yeah. Amplifiers yeah. and speakers. I yeah. like, you know, I uh, have a couple of 1967 twelve-inch Celestion oh, greenbacks. Yeah, you, you know, <laughs> With, uh, yeah, the original pulsonic cones. <laughs> I,
4: oh, yeah. you've got the proper stuff then, sir. Yeah. We can edit yeah. this bit out. Right? Yeah, we'll tell this bit <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. It's, so, yeah, TV
1: is now on demand. That's what we're
3: talking about. Yes. Look, life is on demand, and look, they've manufactured the... the, the I mean, like, as you say, growing up in the, the 80s and stuff, you'd watch Dynasty and, you know, the Colby, Dallas, all that shit, and you just see the... Like... Back then, it was... What were they called again? The um, the 80s. The guys who had all the money and stuff. What were they called? There was a name for them. Yuppies. Oh. Yuppies. That was the fucking thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it yes. was the Harry Enfield. Yeah. What was it? Louder money? money
3: loads of money that yeah. was it just doing it do all love. just doing it do all love. wait a minute wait yeah. a minute.
4: isn't your p an acronym no. for something like younger with lee something like that something. Wasn't
3: it? yes yes I can't, I can't person with equity and and yes. uh, <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah sophistication yeah, it
0: was... <laughs> it's
3: it's so i mean but as i say like then you it, there was a huge there was a uh, a, a clear, I guess, a clear delineation between poor folk, quote unquote middle. Well, not even a quote unquote. There was a middle class back then, and then rich people, mm. and then you had your like your super elite kind of thing, um, which was all sort of jumbled up into one. But now, how they've got society is that we can all attain this elite status. We can lease a Bentley <laughs> if we want. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Mm. We, we have actually we, we can lease coal, clothes and and yeah, and thousand pound shoes if we want mm. you know.
2: It's this thing, it's this obsession with things as well, isn't it? Materialism, yeah, yeah.
4: I mean, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah.
2: <laughs> we are surrounded in a room full of things, aren't
1: we? Oh, yeah. th- this is like a it's like a shrine to the eighties in here, Noble. You'd love it. Yeah. Got all no, sorts of 80s look, stuff in it.
3: 80s, 70s, even <laughs> let's go even further. Sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties. That that for me, stick a fork in it because everything else <laughs> is is a slight like, redundant, man. Like I was musically entertain don't get me wrong, there are some good movies that are, that are produced now. A lot more CGI, but in regards to like the feeling you know, mm-hmm. when you'd watch, when you watch 80s, 70s, or, you know, when you watch those, you are emotionally attached to that shit, man. You know, yeah, you're, you're thing, on that it? journey.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
1: I was uh, I was doing some super spreading on Friday, and I went to uh, the retail park by the Forty okay. stadium, and there was, I want to say it was maybe a, a 7, 1976 Lotus Elite... Oh, right. oh shit in the car park I took right. a photo I'll have to put it on Instagram
4: like a, a proper wedge proper
1: wedge yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wedge. proper like yes. a sharp you know it cut, it cut you in half if it ran you <laughs> off did someone down your
2: road now have in a Lotus or something he had a Lotus Elise Elise Elise, Elise. Right, the okay.
4: cheaper man's one yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. That'd be, uh, it had a Rover 100 engine in there I think it was just bought out something like that, that. Yeah, yeah yeah well
3: what about the t- remember the TR7s
4: Triumph TR sevens, yeah. Yeah. They yes. were
3: similarly triangular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were nice though. Think about it. I used to love them.
4: TR 7s mm. I was a Spitfire guy. I think they looked a bit nicer. Okay, okay, it's a bit older. Well I thought you didn't see as much
3: Spitfires than you did TR
4: sevens. No, TR sevens were everywhere. That was You're that everywhere,
3: was, man. Yeah. My uncle had
1: um a uh Ford Capri laser. Laser. Ooh, laser. Yeah, wow, back in the that, 80s. He had to that, get rid of it because it just kept getting broken into.
3: <laughs> Theft Attractable, yeah, they were the big boy ones, those were, yes, yeah. indeed. Three litre, I think. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Steel, not aluminium, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that thing probably weighed about 12 tons. You <laughs> <each. laughs> did
0: those three litres. <laughs> yeah.
4: Oh, dear.
3: Yeah. The good old days when life was simple. Eh? Yeah. You know, like you know when going to school and stuff like the only thing you needed to worry about was like have I got a good pair of trainers. That was it.
2: <laughs> did not did you not used to have to back your textbook? Oh yeah, with the
4: uh, sticky clear sticky
2: do back. Don't remember plastic. that. Yeah, you had to wrap it in like paper. Oh shit. Yeah. And then put that plastic stuff over it so you didn't wreck your textbook yeah. over the year.
1: Wow, I don't remember that. Enough.
2: Yeah. Like, well, yeah we never at school, so no, not so much. No,
1: oh, boring
2: yeah. school, but yeah, no, it's just as just it's just more towards that change, isn't it? From I suppose that's something that's changed, isn't it? I think it's not a more kind not, of internet based,
1: I don't think we're more materialistic. As a species, I think it's just become easily, easily easily attainable. attainable. That's what I mean.
3: The access to it, we've been given access to these things now, whereas before, Mm. there wasn't a Rolex shop, you know, Mm. (laughs) on the high streets. (laughs) You have to go down south, you have to go down to London or to some major city to try and, you know, try and ascertain such a luxury item. Mm.
4: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there's a Bang & Olufsen around the corner, isn't there? (laughs) (laughs) It's been there for... Decades.
1: Yeah. Yeah, me dad me and my dad used to go to the Bang and Olives Oliveson shop maybe once a month just for a perv. Yeah. Perv on something we'd never be able to afford. And then walk out with
2: like a, sh-
4: a speaker cable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> did you
2: did you not eventually get one? I'm sure your dad had a bang and Oliveson stereo, did he?
1: Hi-fi? Maybe when he retired or something. I don't know. I'm sure he did.
3: Probably a Wolfdale. He had a Wolfdale, was
0: yeah. not he? Yeah, it's
3: rebadged it. <laughs> <laughs> on on simple times, simple times. But it's, I mean, look at look at the the disappearance. I don't know. This should have this should have been breaking news. This should have been. But I've noticed <laughs> that you you can't find telephone boxes anymore. And you can't find post boxes.
2: Now, tell, I can relate yeah. to the telephone, the public telephone thing. There is one at the end of, uh, uh, not my road, but the other road that it kind of connects to. Mm. But they are disappearing, aren't they?
3: They but, certainly are.
2: But nobody, I mean, I, when I go past, the only people I see using that are people who, you know, I don't want to stereotype them, but they look like they're making a deal. If I'm being honest,
0: <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Are
3: you talking about the criminal elements in your.
2: Not necessarily the criminal elements, but maybe the addicts in the area, yeah, like calling someone to get some or, you know, that Fence. kind of thing.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, just the demand for it. it's just disappearing hasn't it? Yeah. And uh, that will relate to post boxes as well. Mm. You know, emails are a game changer. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I got a postcard just last week.
2: Yeah, no, and I know about
1: that. It's the first sort of handwritten thing I've probably been given for 10 years. Mm. So there are people, there are holdouts <laughs> who are refusing.
4: Stalwarts.
1: Yeah, who, who put value in a handwritten piece of writing. And there is it's just quite you sweet. It.
4: That, you're going back to that materialism. Mm. You're getting a tangible thing. thing. Exactly. That's far better than an email. Well, you say
2: that, but apparently they've never been busier, but it's parcels.
4: It's parcels
3: now,
0: yes. Yeah,
1: not letters, not yeah. correspondence. It's parcels, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, that's due to online retail, isn't it? Yeah. The, like, the high street, Online retail,
3: the privatisation mm. of the Royal Mail, the privatisation of, of the electricity of British mm. Telecom, a.k.a. BT now, you know, mm. every, everything has been privatised for the for the good, maybe. I, th- I can see some pluses in it, I guess, you know. Um, the Monopoly submission, you know, so obviously it's opened up for competition to come into Britain. I think that was a good idea, but I think... Certain things should have been left to state-run organisations. As a you know, as a as a youngster growing up in the eighties and seeing and experiencing all this stuff, and living as a as a grown adult now,
4: mm. yeah.
1: Well, there the, the, the was talk this week of them rolling back um, privatisation privatisation of the rail network, wasn't there? Yes, They're setting up yeah. a new thing, mm-hmm. and that's a, a perfect example of a natural monopoly, mm-hmm. where it sort of it makes sense for it to be in public hands. Mm-hmm. Because it's not like you can get on the railway next to the the main <laughs> Northwest line or whatever it is. Is it? That's what it
2: yeah. used to be like, wasn't it? But it was all nationalised in like the <coughs> I can't remember. I can't remember if it's the late nineteenth century or the earliest twentieth century. Um, but because it was a mess, because of that, because everyone was building different lines and stuff, and you had yeah. to change oh and all God. the rest of it. Um, and then basically, yeah, the government just bought it all and forced it, pushed it through.
1: Yeah, I think you can make a. a a decent argument for for basic infrastructure and such Mm. to be in the public ownership because they're they're sort of fundamental, aren't they? The necessities. Yeah. Most definitely. Is there a need for a profit motive to be introduced?
3: Mm. There's always going to be a a motive for profit, these greedy bastards. (laughs) 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 It's it's not for the good of the public or the good of the people, is it? It's for the good of themselves, unfortunately.
0: Yeah,
1: but this, you know, these this nine hundred quid wallpaper don't pay for itself, you know. <laughs>
3: exactly, and was it forty grand on, on on a refurb? Forty grand on a refurb of a flat?
1: I thought it was two hundred. It... Oh no, oh. have you not seen what he spends on takeaways? <laughs> wasn't it wasn't it twenty eight grand over four months? Four months? Four. Uh, eight, sorry, eight months. Twenty eight
2: grand. <laughs> well, 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 I well. Mean. Uh, well, uh, well how many? How big is his staff? I
3: suppose.
4: Well, is he buying pizza for everyone? Well, I'm you would have s- maybe no, 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 just uh, for
3: the well, downstream, well, right, well. well, question would be is, is these these special hot dogs that like Obama ordered? <laughs>
1: Whoa, we're not going down that road. That's it? I want to, I want to put this on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh we're yes. talking uh,
1: enough
2: said yeah <laughs> oh we'll do that we'll do that in, in the middle bit when we're,
1: yeah yeah it'd be safe on Odyssey yeah okay yeah. <laughs> so that's that second half of show material that right yeah <laughs> you know pizzas and and what and yeah. uh, yes and Lolita um, Express and, oh uh, that one right uh, okay. Okay. Mr. okay Mr. Epstein I mean
3: because it's like 28,000 look right Let's be serious now. Currently, we can go out to every major town or city and there's loads of homeless people. We can go out into dual carriageway and there's English people and foreigners with cops in their hands begging for money. Mm. And we've got the the quote-unquote prime minister spending 28,000 fucking pounds on takeaways. Like, we were, like, you know, that yeah. just shows you where we are, you know, uh, as, as quote-unquote humanity.
1: Yeah, it's tricky, isn't it? It's, uh, it's, it's the capitalist system. Mm. But, but any system needs re- uh, checks and balances. Exactly. And if you go too far one way or the other, you're going to end up in trouble. And this is where this is where we can have difficulty, isn't it? When when equality becomes so extreme, you end up with well, the French Revolution, <laughs> uh, chaos, the Pacific know, Revolution. Yeah, Madame Guillotine. You know, <laughs> but you go too far the other way, you end up with the gulag. So yes. it's a it's a balancing act, isn't it? And mm. this is mm. where this is why we need strong politicians
0: mm.
1: with principles and spines. <laughs>
3: Um, most importantly, transparency.
1: Absolutely,
3: yeah. Mm. I, I think I think that, that that's that's something which is is dying, and uh, not only within politics, just within like uh, even personal interactions. People don't want to be transparent. It's like, oh, I, I just want to show this persona at the moment. I'm, I, you know, oh, whoa, we're not getting. No, 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 we're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be transparent now because that leaves me um vulnerable.
1: I think it's particularly got worse with politicians with the advent of well the increasing advent of career politicians. Mm-hmm. I think if you go back 20 or 30 years and you have I think compared to the House of Commons today you will have more characters like Tony Benn for example. Yeah. Who, you know, I might not agree with his policies or his ideas on everything but I believe that he had integrity and he was honest and he, and he had principles and he stood for something and then it's up to you whether you want to vote for him or the other guy mm. But I think that's a dying breed in British politics, I think we were swamped mm. by these guys who go to Oxford and do the, EPD, the P, whatever it is. Uh, philosophy yeah. economics, whatever it is yeah. and churn them out and it's a job for them Mm. And, you know, the only interest they have is being re-elected.
0: Mm.
3: And, no, uh, I, I would slightly disagree with you on that one at that mm. point, sir. I would say that their only interest is, once they get into that quote-unquote seat of power and dishonour currently their goal is to make as many links as possible so they can go off and be another tony blair and make how much millions of pounds making speeches and becoming the damn peace ambassador for this place and all kind of foolishness like these are these are death mongers
1: yeah i I agree but i mean the longer you stay as an elected representative the longer you have to make those connections mm. okay uh, because yes. um, we don 't have term limits, like it was the same in ancient Rome. <laughs> thing is they had term limits, they were limited to a year in each mm. position, so they only had a year to make as many dodgy deals as they could, <laughs> and then they were out, so you had to you really had to maximize your year in office whereas whereas today. You can make it a career, have a massive pension at the end, and then go and get your exec, non-exec board member jobs yep. for Pfizer or whoever the fuck else it is. You know, yes. it's a revolving door, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh.
3: Which oh. then uh, opens up the gates for the um, the privatisation of prisons, Serco and G4S. Mm.
1: Mm. Yeah, well, they've got such a good track record, haven't they, Circle? Oh,
3: yeah, well, of Everything course. they touch just turns to gold, doesn't it? And has, have you done a, a deep dive into Circle and their beginnings? No, no. It is. I, I can't remember all of it because it's been some time since I've done it. But strangely enough, they've they've got their li- they've got links in the music industry from their Ooh. their beginnings. <laughs> wow! And. Uh, I'm sure it's with a very, very well-known group. Like the Rolling Stones and the, and the Hell's Angels. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's interesting when you go back and you look at these, comp- these companies, you know, and you see, like, IBM, for instance.
4: Oh, God. Who, who knows
3: about the history of IBM for flip me? Like, m- most people are like, oh, you know. we heard this, but remind me. Well, it goes back <laughs> to the Nazis. Nazis.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's it, yeah.
3: Who
1: who made the uniforms for the Nazis? Oh, uh, which uh, was it? Not Gaultier. Uh, um,
4: was it Bus? Hugo Bus. Hugo Bus. Was it? I mean, I'm sh- one of them. We can fact check that. They yeah. were pre- they
1: were pretty snazzy though, weren't they? <laughs> they <laughs> had a good cut, didn't they? Yeah, the old <laughs> SS uniform was yeah. pretty. Yeah,
2: that's us off YouTube
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> Forever, <laughs> that's too Have you have you had any any brushes with censorship yet? No, I yeah.
3: yet. I have nothing but censorship issues
0: <laughs> with um,
3: with the old boob tube, as I call it. Um, yeah, I, I'm very disheartened with my in regards to the treatment of myself and many other content creators because if it wasn't for people like us and people who came before us creating such insightful (laughs) content
2: Just talk talk for yourself there, Noble
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I was was, (laughs) You know, YouTube wouldn't be the huge conglomerate that it is today What does it
4: create? It doesn't create anything
3: No, No. No.
2: it's a host,
4: isn't it? Oh, Advertising revenue
2: yeah so it's a platform does it yeah. call itself a platform not a publisher true it's
3: supposed to be
1: yeah uh, so it's supposed you, to be have you have you looked into alternative platforms
3: well <laughs> I have now joined um, let's see where am I now I am on BitChute see, I've yeah. joined Rockfin but I'm finding the interface quite challenging so oh. I'm gonna have to spend a bit of time to have a look at that um, you mentioned Odyssey as well. I'm looking at joining that platform as well. Um, so I tend now um, because I've had I received my first strike, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I'm, I'm, out be, I'm out of the old jailhouse as well. So I'm able to actually do you oh, know oh normal things now. Um, but as a result of that, I thought to myself, you know what I'm going to do? I'm only going to release like segments, mm-hmm. yeah. That's what we're um, doing. The, here. Yeah, I'm just putting the old segments up and saying, if you want to consume the rest, by all means, go to these platforms, kind Absolutely. of thing. That's what we're uh-huh. doing. We're
1: well, we our podcast is weird because it's in two halves. Mm. So our first hour is is like this conversational
5: yes. re- or yes. interview
1: style, and then the second hour, which we get in trouble for, is the uh, <laughs> it's like the news, news, looking at the news, playing clips. It was just a joke. Crazy Alice. stuff. Yeah, and so what? That's what we're doing. We're putting the first hour on YouTube, and then pointing people to Odyssey's our backup mm, yes. channel,
5: and 100%. it seems to be the
1: way to go. Because the thing is, you can't you can't argue that as far as discovery goes, YouTube is an incredible tool. It's mm. the second biggest search engine on the planet. Yeah, mm-hmm. even when we're getting panned by it. Yeah, you know, and it's not really helping us, but it mm. does pr- push traffic. Well, yeah. So, yeah that's the what you know people go Some some people will push it until they get banned. Mm. A lot of people in our circle who we mutual yes. friends and people we know they'll push it and push it till they get banned. Mm. And while that is great for the street cred. <laughs> it is great for the street cred. <laughs> ah, it doesn't really help a you
3: honor. it's a yeah. badge of honor but at the same time as you say it doesn't help with you getting the the information no. out. And that's what it's so, all about. Ultimately it's about getting the information out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. if we can if we can incite thoughts in just maybe one person Mm. you know we've done something
1: yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, that's a great uh place to end i think noble we've we've gone past an hour just now
3: oh excellente excellente
1: where's the best place people listening on our feed where's the best place for people to find you
3: um social media wise you can catch me on Instagram on um, at sorry CFR underscore news or at the Noble One Eight Seven mm-hmm. on the old Twitter <laughs> it is um the Noble One Eight Seven. Well, well if you just if you just Google CFR network yep. um, into, I'll put that into the old Google search bar with a dot dot go, I'll pop up on the other bits and pieces and websites I'm on.
1: Uh, we'll put the links in the show notes anyway. So if, if you're listening on our feed, just scroll, scroll down and you'll find the links to uh, all of Noble's content, YouTube channel, and all the rest of it. Uh, yeah, it's been good fun, this. I've enjoyed mm. it. Mm. definitely. Definitely. And, an, intre-
3: uh, an interesting and insightful conversation. Thank you very much, yeah. gentlemen. Yeah, thank that you for exactly. making
1: it insightful. We do try, don't we? Yeah.
3: <laughs> what did you do with Big Chungus? Oops.
1: <laughs> right. Um, okay. Yes. Stay tuned. Yeah. Don't touch that dial. We'll be back in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, stay on the line for his novel while we play ourselves out, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. Indeed. <laughs> All right then, we're back.
3: The dwarf, the cripple, and the mother of madness.
1: That was our chat with Noble from CFR News Network. Mm. We had a good laugh, didn't we? We had a, a lovely time with Noble, I felt.
4: Yeah, it was great. He's a nice guy. Mm. Very did nice guy. Oh, that's my fault, oh. yeah. Doing some... Uh,
1: we went down a bit of a nostalgia. We did, didn't we? We just felt like we
2: just needed some warmth on the podcast for once. So we, we so we managed to go back to our favourite 80s cartoon, Cities of Gold, for the 20th time.
0: Yeah.
4: Okay, moving on. Last action hero. It put your phone away.
2: <laughs> yeah, you've you, you caused him some interference. Is yeah.
4: it? Is it? I can't hear it. I, I could hear it then, I heard That's it. That's weird. Come on. Sorry. All right. Shame.
0: Oh, <sighs> shame.
2: Oh, he's now And now he's moving his mic well, just to make the look, camera flicker. Because <laughs> the noise isn't enough. <laughs> Flickering and interference, please.
1: <laughs> it's an audio-visual experience. If you want to know what's going on, Eavesdroppers, you need to go to the Odyssey channel. Oh, oh,
2: oh, oh. oh. Just trashing things. How oh, is, ben. How
4: is he doing
2: that? You, because it's, it's a... I'm not... I'm... Oh. Oh, there we go. No. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to go and wobble the wire no I don't want it
1: wobbling oh there we go
4: my mic isn't going to stay there it might do
1: Oh, maybe the wire from your headphones will hold it there
5: <laughs>
4: lucky you
1: could hold your microphone just move, up move around a bit <laughs> oh, I really should have done this before we started recording <laughs> can,
2: you you not just, can you not just
1: tighten that thing
2: at the end that's I'm what you need to tighten isn't it
4: well it was fine for the last hour
2: Oh
0: shit!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck sake. Someone farted, by the way. Uh, nope. Okay. No. Why is that not playing? Is he not turned up?
1: What? Nothing's playing. Yeah, I pressed this. Yeah, it's not turned up. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, right, shall we do some
3: housekeeping. Yeah. Housekeeping. Housekeeping.
5: Cut out. Great.
0: This
1: is a value for value podcast. If you find this podcast valuable, please consider returning some value. There's a lots of different ways of doing this. Uh, iTunes reviews are useful. Fuck um, me. <laughs> just, just fucking tighten it.
2: Yeah, that. Or just tighten the thing at the end. What are you doing?
0: You need to I got b- hairy legs! <laughs> I just hit that. Come on.
2: Spesh. It's like his mum needs to come in and <laughs> do his tie for him. There we go. Oh. Oh.
4: oh well, I didn't know he even did that.
1: There we go. Hello? Let's see. It's not hard, is it? No. For fuck's sake. That's what she said. Fucking amateurs. Uh, <laughs> housekeeping.
6: Uh, um, this is
2: a value for value podcast if you find this podcast valuable please do something for us return okay. the value there are a myriad of ways to return the value
1: yeah iTunes reviews are useful mm. you can subscribe to the YouTube channel but more importantly to the Odyssey channel where you get the full video the mm-hmm. the, the stuff that's too spicy for YouTube yeah hot that's. <laughs> goes on Odyssey to yeah. evade the sensors. Yeah. Uh, what
2: else? Um, send us artwork. How many pixels, Ben? Oh, I always get
1: this one. 2,000 square? No. 4,000. Minimum 1,400 square pixels, and I think maximum might be 3,000 square pixels. So
4: 2,000's about right. Yeah.
1: yeah. As um, long as
4: it's a square. Oh. Square. It'll be all right.
1: Send us um, news
2: articles, videos. Send us jingle requests. Yeah um messages just email us at thearmishinquisition at gmail.com a
1: minimum five pound fee on the jingle request forward yeah your minimum spam. yeah forward spam to us uh, we got a jingle request this week yeah which adult do- with a donation of 10 pound wow. i'd tell you worth every penny excellent <laughs> this will be is it a banger it's a banger yeah <laughs> uh what else Buy some merch. Should we do that from the Amish loot chest?
2: Yeah, buy some merch. I was going to wear my official Amish Inquisition um, hoodie tonight, but I didn't. Is it a...
5: am literally grape. a communist. It's a li- I'm literally a communist.
2: It is, yes. It's a literally a communist hoodie. Not a...
0: current Grape.
2: T-shirt. No. no. Uh, only Ben has one of those
1: in on the Amish Inquisition crew. Get it worn.
4: Yeah. I'll do.
1: Um... Yeah, we've done the emails, follow us on social media, uh, yeah. share. Word of mouth. Ooh. Hits people in the mouth, as Adam and John from No Agenda would
4: say. Yeah, the yeah. pubs are open now. Get out there, yeah. talking to randos. Yeah. Tell them about the Amish Yeah, play podcast. it over the PA. Absolutely. Yeah. When you're in spoons.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. What's the best way to become a producer? Money.
4: Donate.
0: Toss a coin to your witcher. Toss us a fucking coin. Do it, for lads, 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 lads. Oh. Great.
1: Yeah, if you go to Inquisition dot com, you'll find a PayPal button there, and you can give us a one-off donation or sign up for a monthly, Ooh. which is highly, well,
4: uh, appreciated. Yep. Fuck.
1: Oh, okay. It really does bother me.
4: <laughs> and it really bothers
1: me. Well, we don't get enough donations, but, you know. Yeah. This is a slow burn. Mm. We're building something, aren't we?
4: Yeah. If you build it, they will come. Mm. Toss us coins. Mm. Yeah.
1: Um. Do I need to... Uh Thank the producers for episode 185.
4: I think it's only right. Yeah, I think it's time to. It's time to big up the Man Dems. Yo.
1: Okay. <laughs> producers for 185, we have DCI Shanks, Slicko83, Mama Bear from Sunny Essex, Nomi Nos, Nodge, Anomalous, and everyone who bought merch this week. Thank you. You're so amazing. In your love. In your.
6: Chest feeding. Love. <laughs> they are. Yeah. So. Amazing and there, are feeding. Love and literally. The best mate. <laughs> Read the standing orders. The dwarf, the, the carrot, the grape, the homophobe, the wind, the
5: misogynist,
6: the uh, tosilizumab, the, the fucking vegan, the route to liberty, can you, the
0: blind dog faced pony soldier, the asna, the, 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 the corn pop the devil
6: in a rough and a half place, the perlesm, the special deposits, the big stud, the blind man, the
5: communist on the horizon,
6: the cripple and the mother
5: of bickering. from like a judgment day terminating Mod like. Bring it on. <laughs> yes! I don't get here, never
1: will. Yep, thanks for your support for another week. This is a mm-hmm. crowd produced, crowd funded podcast. Mm-hmm. On the same model as no agenda, in that we rely on people to send us stuff and to help us to widen our audience and provide us material. It's you know, this is how it works. This is the way we've decided to go. Imagine if you could take one day off a week. How good. This
2: we could probably do two podcasts a week could probably do two podcasts a week and you know imagine if all of us could take one day a week off oh, we could do one every day
1: now. <laughs> come in here Would you, that'd be alright we your missus wouldn't it Armish I'm
2: Ben
0: sure, come yeah. here every
4: night <laughs> yeah, sure for fine. a few hours yeah.
1: <laughs> can't see any issues with that no
2: but if we could take like you know every day off then we could come here during the day couldn't
1: we and it could be a day job
2: fuck
0: yeah Imagine Holy that.
1: shit. Mm. What a dream. Yeah. Uh, you know how much I love No Agenda? Yes, you They're do.
4: they he- or twice.
1: heroes yeah. when it comes to podcasting and what our second half of show is loosely based upon, like poor man's poorly uh, produced No Agenda. Mm-hmm. But it really um, excites me when we record pretty much at the same time. So they do a show on Thursday and then they do a show on Sunday, which they I think they start maybe at five or six o'clock for three, three 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 and a half hours. And it really um, excites me when I listen on a Monday and we cover the same things no and even have the same clips. It's like, whoa, we're doing something. Mm. No Agenda have, who knows, roughly a million downloads, an episode, an army of thousands of producers feeding them stuff every week. So when our little podcast can sort of, emulate them to a certain degree, it's, it, it amazes me because we don't have their infrastructure. And anyway, I was listening mm-hmm. to No Agenda's Sunday episode, and they played the Bill de Blasio, Mayor of New York clip with the uh, Shake Shack.
6: Okay, oh, yeah.
1: And they didn't pick up on...
6: Let me check with Bill Neetard. Is it... Bill the, Retard. That's
1: they really didn't they comment on Retard. Bill Retard.
2: Maybe it's because it's like Bill Leotard La- or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. They
1: know who he is. And they went from that clip straight into the Ohio lottery, exactly as we did as well. Wow. Yeah. I'm thinking, wow, we're, we're doing something right.
4: Do we need to list them as producers? Yeah.
1: More on that later. Oh,
6: <laughs> oh no.
4: Oh, no.
2: Excite. Yeah. I'm just going to tease that in there. <clears> oh. <throat>
6: COVID-19 news. People have got to understand, vaccination is going to be, in the end, your route to liberty. The magic vaccine. A big fat shot in the ass. From hell. Oh! You know, it's just, you know, super painful. Like
5: a judgment day intimidating. Mostly. like...
6: It's not going to allow us to go completely back to normal. Anal swab test <laughs> in the same ballpark as seasonal influenza. And we're being bored, we want to
1: have fun. I can't if you from wearing a face mask.
6: Read the standing orders. Read them and understand them.
1: I was uh, watching the, the latest briefing. Mancock, Hat Mancock, yeah. did a briefing this weekend. God. And something caught my attention about the. Uh, they were talking about the new Scariant, the Indian Scariant, the B1716.2. Okay. And the way that they're monitoring this variant and this really caught my attention.
6: We also analyze wastewater in 70% of the country, and we can spot the virus and the variants in the water, and that can help us identify communities where there's spread. As a result of all this analysis, we're now surge testing and increasing vaccinations in Bedford,
2: Burnley.
1: What's the implication there? They're sifting through our poop. You don't even have to make people get tested. Oh, oh. it's there. It's in the. It's in the wastewater in Lancashire. Local yeah. lockdown level four, please. Well, this is the this thing. It's far too prevalent. Well, <clears throat> this is the thing, isn't it? It's, it, it's not.
2: On the June twenty first, I bet you it's going to be local lockdowns again, and we're not going to leave. It's going to be too high or whatever. Or the. You know, I was looking into it. There was something on like the local newspaper's website saying that. Our areas, it, it was something like thirty-five. I might be. I'm gonna be completely. hundred thousand. Yeah, but <laughs> it had, it had been increased. It had increased twenty-five percent in the week or something. The the yeah, case rate or whatever.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I've I've seen that. It's gone up ten percent mm. from nothing, <laughs> from rock bottom. Yeah, I know, yeah. Cases are immaterial. Mm. The only thing anyone should be looking at is probably hospitalizations. yep well, or now, deaths yeah. now yeah with uh, the vaccine Oh, well, from the
2: beginning well
1: yeah yeah yeah. you know mm-hmm. young people don't die from this mm. young healthy people mm-hmm. I just thought that's interesting sort of development in that they're monitoring things remotely now and that they can pretty much just lock down any area on a whim now they don't even need people to come forward and get tested yeah, I suppose, yeah, that's quite scary, isn't it? Because that's been an argument from the beginning, particularly by people like Mike Yeedon. They've said, you know, we shouldn't be testing this many people. Mm-hmm. PCR test is not the right tool for managing an epidemic. Mm-hmm. You have false positive rates when incidence, is, incidence of the virus is low. That mm-hmm. uh, cuts all that out now. You know, you can just take it take it from the water and decide whether, you know, you should have your freedom or not. But
2: surely, I mean, what? how, how are they testing the sewage? What's the process for that? An anal look. swab test. Yeah, no, but It doesn't just look under a microscope, do they, and see if they can see,
1: <coughs> oh, you know, run it. It'll no, be the, the same test. Exactly, that's what I mean. Yeah. So it doesn't get rid of it, does it, surely? And, you know, the PCR test, you can find anything and anything. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Who knows? It's just something to keep an eye on that development which caught my ear. Mm. Um, our favourite TV doctor, Dr. Hillary. Uh. What's been he on, this time? He's been on Good Morning Britain, and uh, he's got a message for selfish bastards like Amish Matt.
4: No, what have I done again? <sighs> who, are,
1: who are planning
6: on going on holiday this year. Ah, uh, the worst. <laughs> Look, as, as, as a doctor, I have to ask the question, is a holiday really important and essential yes, exactly. in a global pandemic? Exactly. It really isn't. What? It's a luxury. It's something that Even you can do without year, in order Hillary. to preserve life. So-
4: did he say a sensual global pandemic? Essential? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: Maybe if you go into that hotel Amish Mountain's talking yeah, about. No,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, his point is like, you know, it's not essential travel and, you know, it's, you're basically just being selfish.
4: Yeah, so. Uh, you're fast, shit.
2: <laughs> that's, you know, that's like the basic human condition is to be selfish and
1: greedy. Fast forward 24 hours. Dr. Hilary Jones defends his summer cruise after slamming non-essential holidays. It's one of the safest staycations. Where is it? What's his cruise? Is he cruising cruising the cat going down the canal or something? Cruising round the British Isles. On Wednesday's episode of ITV Breakfast Show, Dr. Hilary had an outburst of frustration over people booking holidays now that lockdown restrictions have eased, and even described them as dangerous. some then criticized the gp after it emerged he was booked on a cruise ship as a guest speaker in august <laughs> organized by luxury cruise line company cunard dr hillary will be sailing around the british isles on the queen elizabeth ship for a round trip from southampton spanning seven nights Sounds he, good, that. I might go on that. yeah and he wouldn't have been given this if he hadn't been on telly for the last year bigging up fucking covid would he Bigging up his profile. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. You know, he's capitalised on this. Well, that's how he gets invited onto the luxury cruises to do speaking engagements. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's what I going Same as say. the scientists. Mm-hmm. Same, same, same as the sage. Yeah. It's rags. Well I was just thinking,
2: though, that, you know, by going on holiday and foreign holidays, you're contributing to, you know, a large part of another country's e- e- economy. Um, And by us not going on holiday, you you know, you're causing detriment to that economy. And what do we know when economies shrink is that, you know, everything else goes haywire, doesn't it? Health outcomes worsen, mental health Mm. outcomes worsen, um, you know, money. When you don't have any money, what do you do, you know? So it's, uh, I think I'm, I'm helping people by going to Ibiza and staying in the villa.
1: Yeah, I think you're overthinking it. I would just say, fuck off. Well, this is the thing... Go on all day if I want,
2: you dick. (laughs) Well, I don't know (laughs) if I'm going to be able to go anyway because of work. So...
1: Oh, well. Uh, Very sad. There's been more hints about what could be in our future regarding the uh, local lockdowns. Cabinet Minister George uh, Eustace was on Sky News this week. Right. uh, He said this...
4: Is the government actively looking at, you know, opening, fully opening on the 21st whilst imposing, if
6: necessary... Local restrictions on areas that are still struggling is well, that an option uh, it, that would be an option, and we cannot um, rule anything out obviously at this stage, but our preferred um, our preferred outcome is that we really double down and get the vaccination rates up in those areas that are seeing uh, these problems so that we can give them the immunity that they need to this virus, uh, and then we won't have to have any such local lockdowns
1: yeah it's uh, being teased is not it
2: yeah it's been, it's been um kind of we're being prepped for it, aren't we? Definitely. Ooh. And you know who's gonna get blamed for it? Um, all these ethnic minorities that won't have the vaccine, is that what you mean? Anti vaxxers. Oh anti vaxxers, sorry, that's what they're called, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um well that's the story out there, isn't it? You know. And it was there was I'm sure it was like um Something on the news around people going to India, like there was twenty thousand arrivals from India, um, British citizens. Yeah, um, you know, going to visit or what? I don't know what the, what they were for, kind of thing. Um, well, uh, we have very close
1: ties with India, don't we? Well, obviously, yeah.
2: So you know, but I think it is out there, isn't it? That um, this is an issue for certain communities, and it's always <sighs> communities, isn't it? Because um, I, I, I do, I think it's kind of when it initially started, it was ethnic minorities are not taking the vaccine, and now it's certain communities are not taking the vaccine, basically. Wow. So the the messaging has changed, but, you know... Very dangerous role to go on. I yeah, guess. but it's there, isn't it? And then, you know, if this lockdown... Sorry, this lifting of lockdown doesn't happen in June, who's going to get blamed?
1: Yeah, exactly. Anti-vaxxers. Got into an article here from The Independent. Mm. This is what we do with anti-vaxxers. No job, no entry, no NHS access. I've oh got some uh, highlights here. Being coughed on by someone with coronavirus is not my idea of freedom. Those refusing a vaccine must face the consequences. The rest of us have rights to, including the right to life. Oh, God. What should we do about anti vaxxers? A presumptuous question, I know, because they are human beings. <laughs> Same as the majority of the population who choose to take the COVID-19 vaccines, and we're all entitled to do what we will or won't with our own bodies. Okay, good start. (laughs) But the time has come when the hard choices are looming closer. If we don't want this COVID crisis to last forever, we need some new simple guidelines. No jab, no job. No jab, no access to the NHS. No jab, no state education for your children. No jab, no access to pubs, restaurants, theatres, cinemas, stadiums. No jab, no entry to the UK, and much else. (laughs) Who wants their grandma looked after by someone with coronavirus? Or teaching in a school full of kids sneezing the Indian variant everywhere? Oh, no. Or to watch a football game with someone coughing their viral load all over you? That's That's sexy. That's not my (laughs) idea of freedom. Yeah, it's a bit, yes. This, is
2: this, It's, but it's, it's yeah, but this stirred is, up
4: some vaccine hesitancy in me, just reading
2: that. <laughs> it's pretty disgusting, isn't final, it? yeah.
4: It is, this is what it's
2: kind of causing, though, isn't it? It's the them and us, and uh, it's not helpful, I don't
1: think. You saw uh, Miriam Webster change the definition of, a, of an anti-vaxxer recently. You said, didn't you? Yeah, you said, didn't you? Someone who doesn't think vaccines should be mandatory. Yeah. Is now an anti-vaxxer, according to Miriam Webster, the dictionary.
2: I
4: would
1: have thought that's, that's the
2: majority of people. Mm. I don't know. I think it might be switching at the moment. But this is the thing yeah. though, so but that person, you know, saying, um, have the vaccine and he's kind of alluding, you know, have if everyone got vaccinated, um, you know, lockdown would be over and all the rest of it. But shoot we were at the point of herd immunity. From the first vaccine shot, like, months
4: ago. You're not allowed to say herd immunity anymore.
2: Well, I know, but that that is the whole, you know, that's all, isn't that what we're aiming towards? The fact that it, the virus doesn't um, pass on as much because of this. So, you know, what is the point of it?
1: What about the NHS? What if it gets overwhelmed?
2: But this is the thing, though. But if we were at the point of herd immunity where, where the virus will not pass... Have you not heard her. about the new variant? Yeah, but it works against it. <laughs> So but it doesn't work for everyone. Oh, fuck me. Well no. the the, virus, the the vaccine doesn't work for everyone, does it? No, I'm playing I'm paying I paying know yeah. I, know, advocate, I, know, I know, know yeah, but you know it's 5% of um whatever 83 year olds it doesn't work for. Um but I suppose it could be, you know, 5% of 30 year olds as well.
1: I mean the big thing is we can't stop people dying. No. Especially well. not 83 year olds. No. Yeah, there is a trade-off. Yes, unfortunately, yeah. And um, the thing is, is that the measures we're taking are not consequence-free; they kill people as well. Yes. So you've got to strike the balance, but you know we're we're politically we're we're weak. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway,
4: and it is about politics. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, I got a thrill listening to No Agenda on Thursday. As I was talking earlier about sometimes we're playing the same clips and stuff. Did he, did he clip us? Some crazy, some crazy podcast in the UK.
4: <laughs> this is oh, strange. my God,
2: they have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs>
1: this is from Thursday's No Agenda.
6: Well, the AstraZeneca vaccine will only reduce that by 1.3%. What? Yes. Pfizer will reduce your risk by 0.84%.
3: Moderna surprisingly 1.2 and Johnson and Johnson with 1.2 and the Sputnik <laughs> is uh, comes in uh, well the same
6: as Pfizer with 0.84. That's the absolute risk reduction you receive from them. It doesn't seem worth it to me. I thought, fucking you know, mean, hell, That's I from look be- at this paper. Oh, that's yeah. a that's 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 a, a blockbuster if true.
1: Well, it's- that, but we what, weeks f- ago, four weeks ago,
2: weeks mm. ago, he's been listening. Are they listening to our podcast before we release it?
1: <laughs> before, well, not before we release it. I don't think that would work. No, but I, I don't know. Maybe there is some cross pollination. Maybe, maybe
2: there's like one of their millions of listeners is one of our listeners.
1: It just impresses me that you know, <clears throat> we we were on that, um, you know, weeks ago ahead of ahead of them with the with the mm. massive network. Yeah, it's. Uh, more confirmation that we're we're doing we're heading the right direction. I think. Yeah. With the, with what we're doing.
0: Mm.
2: Why yeah. do Why are you doing a thousand yards there? He just he just, just, just pre- uh, he just, just prays, uh, praying for those five thousand dollar donations. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> He's just seeing that one day off.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! People donate sixteen hundred dollars for an episode. It's tax deductible, I'm sure. Yeah, I know. It hardly matters at that money, does it? No. It's tax deductible. I mean. They do really well but it's an outstanding product it's the best podcast in the universe <laughs> <laughs> have you not, not listened to any true crime podcasts oh give it all of it.
4: we not heard three bean salad on the uh, on the bbc Sounds app.
1: i've not listened to harry and Meghan's podcast yet
2: oh I imagine that's lovely
1: i imagine it's pretty tragic i'll yeah. listen
2: to that for you you
4: don't have to delve into yeah. that
1: yeah give us some time stamps <laughs> um track and trace you know the NHS app that people are being told to download mm. for the uh, for your vaccine c- c- certification status, is it?
4: Oh yeah, yes,
1: yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, I'm sure we've we've warned about this before, but anyway, this is uh, Julie Hartley Brewer from Talk Radio talking to the founder, can't remember her name now, of uh, Big Brother Watch about the NHS app.
5: If mm. she joined them, then that would be defeated. Can I just clarify though, What's happened again? So. The vaccine passed, but again, my mum downloaded it, ready to go on holiday. Yes, well, those naughty Amber List people. Oh, isn't she terrible um, after her double jab um, to prove that she's got her double vaccine uh, and so she can get into to France. Um, but now it's been updated, and these apps, most people just click on, yeah, it just update automatically. It's updated to, to add a lot of other things. Now, um, special category data has been added. Uh, so information relating to the individual's physical or mental health condition.
2: It's starting then, isn't it?
1: He's, didn't we say thin end of the wedge this? Yeah.
4: So all our records are going to be on there.
1: Like, yeah. Well, mental, physical health data. That's where it starts. Don't fucking stop. Yeah, this doesn't stop there.
5: Not, not just related to vaccinations. Information relating to the family. This is what's written on the app. I'm not making this stuff up. Information relating to the family of the individual and the individual's lifestyle and social circumstances.
1: Social circumstances. <laughs> family. Social score. Social credit score. Said it a million times. You want to find out what's happening in the West in twenty years. Look at what's happening in China today. Yeah. Social credit system,
0: mm-hmm.
1: with the U- UBI mm-hmm. tied to it.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Be a good boy. or You don't eat. <laughs> yeah.
5: Carry on. Dances is on the app. Information which relates to the ethnic origin of the individual. Information relating to the genetic biometric details, where processed to uniquely identify an individual, and criminal convictions or alleged criminal behaviour. What the hell has any of that got to do with proving whether you've had two jabs or not? Mm-hmm. It's, it's so alarming. It's so disturbing. Um, I mean, I'm still actually in somewhat uh, a level of, of disbelief about this, and we're trying to check this out uh, with, our, with our legal team because it's not clear uh, where that data is coming from. Are they just using boilerplate language on, on this previous notice? I don't know, but that's the problem. I mean, this is all being done by the back door with very little transparency. And it's really alarming. If
1: they no parliamentary oversight, you know. If
5: they really are yeah. going to be collecting that kind of data, then, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think we've just got our head in our hands. But the thing is, also, this app it is a direct link into your medical records. Yeah. And you are being expected All of your medical records, not, not just Absolutely. your vaccine status.
1: Yeah, and this will tie to <coughs> insurance companies. You want your health insurance to go abroad?
6: Mm.
1: Yeah. Do you smoke?
2: <laughs> All that shit. I mean, yeah, you you you're you asked that, aren't you? But they don't request it unless you're getting like life insurance, I guess. I, you, I think our medical records were
1: re- requested when we've got life insurance. I think. Are we going to start listening to conspiracy theorists?
2: <laughs> well, it's happening, isn't it? But this is yeah, the, it's happening. The, you know you still it, it's not so much that it's still a stigma isn't it it's a, it's a derogatory term now well it well, yeah, has been not it it's yeah. a
1: stick to beat people with yeah it's not a
4: conspiracy know. if it's
1: happening <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a conspiracy theory until it's shown that it's actually happening it's a conspiracy mm. fact <laughs> well it's just the way it is it's just life this is what they're doing yeah you know well six months ago it was a conspiracy theory mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah, you'll have yeah. all this data and, you know, it'll be linked to social credit score and all the rest of it. If we'd have said that, hang on well, a minute. We did. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, say things like that and you get taken off YouTube and fact-checked. <laughs> it was a joke. Uh, <laughs> it was a joke. It's pretty wild, though, isn't it? It yes. is. It is. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and, you know, it's this thing, isn't it? You know, it, it's all going to be there on your phone. And you know you'd be tracked. Imagine there'd be some kind of thing in the NHS tracking thing that'll say, well, you know, if you give us permission to track you, then that might improve your um, your score on your health outcomes. You know, because we can track how much you walk and how active you are. Yeah, same
1: as like the black box in your car to mm. get a reduction on your car insurance for the young kids.
2: I mean, that kind of you can. Because I was looking at doing that, wasn't I, with um, with my life insurance? But the the goodies on offer weren't good enough for me to do it.
1: Um, ah, but here the goodies are <laughs> being able
2: to go to the pub. Well, yeah, that's the thing. isn't Or it? on holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, is it worth it? I suppose giving up your uh, anonymity. Hey,
1: it's going to turn me into uh, Ted Kaczynski, all this shit. I <laughs> end up living in a cabin in the woods, just rejecting all this shit. It's horrible. Mm. Is it the Unabomber? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. the Unabomber. Yeah, have you read it? The Unabomber's Manifesto? No. It's absolutely fascinating. Is it? Absolutely fascinating. It predicts all this
4: have shit.
5: Have
1: you got it? <laughs> I haven't got it in hard copy, no.
5: no.
2: He, um, got it, he got it printed, didn't he? In the paper. Did that, was that not the thing of his... And he would, he would um, reveal himself or something?
1: Yeah. That's um, I th- I'm pretty sure Darren and Graham from Grimerica released <coughs> an audio. Graham narrated it. Uh, oh, right. Okay. And I think they put it on their podcast feed. Or, may- or maybe it's on Audible? I'm not sure. But I'll try and dig it out for you. But it's, it's really interesting.
0: Mm.
1: Even though, you know, maybe you went a bit too far.
0: The, <laughs> well, yeah, with,
2: with the, the odd... I'm pretty sure, though, when you look into it, he was, like, almost dead in that shack in the woods because he was, like, living off roots and oh stuff. Um, yeah, so it's a bit of a... Yeah, he was just about surviving kind of thing. It wasn't a nice lifestyle, anyway. No. And he was also blowing things up, so, you know,
1: you don't want that. You no, know, we were talking... not sure if it was last week or the week before. I think it was you, Matt. You were talking about how people were feeling conned in that they'd got the uh, the Jabby Jab, yes. Expecting to have the the freedoms restored, yeah. And uh, that's not panned out as of yet, no. And uh, I had a communique from a producer this week mm-hmm. with a, a a jingle request. Okay. <laughs> and uh, is it free, Nelson Mandela? <laughs> <laughs> I got my thinking cap up and uh, this is for DCI Shanks. This oh. is what I've produced. This is what I've laid down on the table. Oh, I think it's worth every penny of the £10 he donated. Here we go.
6: People have got to understand, vaccination is going to be, in the end, your route to liberty.
0: Masking up, <laughs> washing my hands This will be over by Easter I think the curve is pretty flat Now what gives all I want Is a pint and a took my chances on an adverse event Hope I'm not allergic Got side effects, but now I'm back on my feet Just a man had his will to get lashed You see, I got the Pfizer, it's the cream of the crop No blood clots and no thrombocytopenia huh. But Boris Johnson's gonna keep us locked up and what's worse is it's even though
6: I've got the fire You know, it's just you know super painful, but it's not going to allow us to go completely back to normal. Mm, better. <laughs> In the
2: same ballpark as seasonal influenza. What do you think? Um, that was uh, amazing. So, Imagine yeah, what brilliant. would
1: what would you would produce if someone gave a hundred pounds. Well, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, uh, DCI Shanks donated £10, mm. and that took an hour of my time. Yeah, I think that's fair enough, isn't it, £10 pound an hour? I mean, I, it would be better for me to just go out and work for an hour <laughs> rather than the £10. Hey, it's the national living wage. But yeah. I've done it for the love of it. Mm. And... Uh, that's uh, that excellent. And there, <clears throat> there, is, there has been a a development oh. in that... Um, you know, no agenda. Well, you don't because you don't listen. But no agenda <laughs> have end of show mixes. Okay, we're at the end of their podcast. People submit parodies of songs. <laughs> you submitted? It? And Did uh, it get and uh, you know mixes with the sound effects like the Bill Gates, you know, and the Tony Blair and whatever. So I thought, oh fuck it, I'll I'll, I'll email the Podfather, oh, God, please, and uh, tentatively attached. <laughs> my lovely <laughs> lovingly crafted m p three i got a one word reply no <laughs> dynamite
4: oh wow! <laughs> excellent
1: oh wow uh that was this morning so wow it may be i've the... already been on yeah today Ooh. we will see we'll see that's excellent and so did
2: it. you did you did you write an email um please come on our podcast and <laughs> no he doesn't go on he only goes on rogan <laughs> come on, our podcast. Just keep sending him. Just say, will he at least credit us? Say this is a, a jingle from Armish Phil from the Armish Inquisition podcast.
1: It'll say Armish oh, Phil. I don't know if he'll name drop the podcast. Yeah, right. I'm not. Re- I'm not really bothered. It's uh, value. I, I love their podcast. Yes. I've returned some value. It yeah, happens. Yes. I was making it for our show as well. So <laughs> it's spreading a, it.
2: It's a cycle. Spreading it around. Yeah. So someone paid you. You use that money to pay them yeah right, exactly yeah. and that's the whole concept isn't it Pod- yeah podcasting 3.0 2.0 2.0
4: yeah
2: so I hope you enjoyed that DCI
1: mm. I think it's well worth your money
4: mm. um,
2: Epic. I I mean I wanted more did you just fade it out more. yeah did, it, did you fade it out or was it just does it end there you know
1: writing lyrics isn't easy Okay, yeah, you know it takes time yes, but did it was it just that bit, or was yeah you, all right, okay so it was two verses and a chorus I thought was plenty yeah, but sometimes for ten pounds
4: sometimes
2: <laughs> sometimes what you do is you don't play it all, you think, oh, it's a yeah. bit long, you think we'll get bored, but i was I was really enjoying
4: that, yeah definitely the falsetto was yeah. sublime, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can't hit them notes, it's fucking high, I have the tiger, yeah,
1: but you know i'll give it a go, I'll give it my best. In, in uh, well, one take, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, so my dog has had his DNA results back. Oh, Woo. DNA is this still in Covid news? No, no, <laughs> oh, no, fuck that. <laughs> okay, yeah. Would you like to take any guesses? What, dog. what breed? Rottweil. Yes, definitely dogs, <laughs> dog, dog based, Rod,
2: Rottweiler. You're going for Rottweiler uh, and um, that big fat one, Roddy. No, no, Roddy. i go Rottweiler, um, bull Mastiff, Bull Mastiff.
1: Rottweiler Bull Mastiff. Boxer. Boxer. Doberman. Doberman. Um I'm gonna give um, a quarter of a point to Amish Ben. Oh fuck's sake. S- so we got Chihuahua. the uh, we got his DNA <laughs> got his DNA test back. It's fifty percent Doctor Bordeaux. What's that?
4: Hooch. Oh, right. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah.
1: Turner, Turner and Hooch. Yeah, that's
4: the,
2: where it gets his barrel from, isn't <laughs> it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, 50% Dog de Bordeaux. So one parent was a Dog de Bordeaux. Mm-hmm. And he is 25% Staffordshire Bull Terrier. Oh, right, okay. 12.5% Doberman. Wow. Right. And 12.5% visla Vishla The Hungarian visla which yeah. is an ancient breed.
4: Vichlar.
1: Yeah, so one parent was a Dr Bordeaux and the other parent was a cross between a Staffordshire Bull Terrier and a Doberman Pinscher cross. Mm. Wow. So there you are, there you have it. Wow. We know what he is. He's officially a mongrel. Yeah, and he's... Good, cheap for the insurance.
4: <laughs> but that's fungus, a, a mongrel.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, would
2: that, that, that kind of breeding would stand him in good stead in terms of his health?
1: Because Yeah, yeah. pedigrees are the worst. Yeah, that's right. Cross I mean. breeds are slightly better and mm-hmm. mongrels are the hardiest. Yeah, yeah. Because, um, you know, unfortunately, pedigrees are bred for certain traits, which makes them susceptible. You know, uh, mm. Al's, uh, German Shepherds are famous for Hips. heart and hip dysplasia. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the Mastiff breeds are famous for having heart problems. Right. Um, Basset hounds, the eyes. Yeah, yeah. they get the Yeah, same with English bulldogs, mm, you know. Pugs. It's, it pugs, mm. yeah. It's, it's shit, really, mm-hmm. because a lot of it now... It's not for utility. It's bred for
4: aesthetics and fashion, like, like the royal family.
6: Right?
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Jesus Christ!
5: Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah.
1: So yeah, it is a shame. So yes, you're entirely correct. The more sort of mixed breeds you have, more breeds you have in the dog, um, mm. hopefully, the uh, the less susceptible they are to genital genital to <laughs> genital defects. <laughs> Genetic defects, not genital defects. <laughs>
0: mm.
1: He's saying uh, he hasn't got genital defects.
2: No, he's got a big lipstick, hasn't he? Big cock. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Grab his dick and twist it! Oh my... God. <laughs> <laughs>
4: not if he's 25% Staffordshire <laughs> Why's that? I'd have your face up, wouldn't he? <laughs> oh, they've got a bad representative on haven't yeah, they, Yeah, cute ass, the, the grey ones.
1: Do you yeah. know what? I, I think it's young uh, boys, isn't it? They're seen as a bit of a weapon dog, aren't they? Do you yeah, not think? In more ways than so. one, <laughs> yeah. a yeah. weapons dog. Yeah. No, you see, it, the guys, you know the 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 scrotes, the young the young scrolls seem yeah. to seem to favour yeah, staffies, the, and I don't know why, because the my
2: wife's um, f- favourite dog was a um, a, an, a very ugly <laughs> mongrel um, It was called she called the bearded lady, lowly Coco, Coco. And she was like a staffy and all kinds of weird nonsense um, <laughs> and a crazy-looking thing that would blend into floral carpet. So I'd stand on her all the time. She would camouflage perfectly her <laughs> scraggly fair, bred with a chameleon. Well, no, she would just, like, you know, it was quite dark on the landing when I used to come out of her, mom and dad, her bedroom at her mum and dad's. And uh, she'd just be led there on the landing, and you couldn't see her because she was like a mottled brown and grey girl. Right, brindle. And she had... Um, and she all the fair was all scraggly and stuff, and she would just be letting. Like, I couldn't see her. Wow, Sand <laughs> on it all the time, <sighs> oh. but she was lovely.
1: Yeah, I think they're um, they, they've got a unwarranted bad name. I think staffies. Yeah. yeah, I think it comes down to the owners. Oh. I don't think there is bad breeds. <clears throat> I think there's uh, like humans.
2: Dogs have traits, don't they? And I think some are more anxious and aggressive, possibly, and some are more placid and happy.
1: Um, you know we can't have them in this country but pit bulls are very popular in the in the States mm. and uh, they seem to be very good with people yeah you know if they're well trained you know I think maybe it's, it's probably nature and nurture as yeah, always it is, it's, yeah. a, it's a mix isn't it I would say so yeah, yeah. anyway moving on from dog news <laughs> Jackie Weaver has the authority has oh been released my, oh my god who did she have on first guest Brand new podcast. Who's it? Podcast. Hat Mancock. <laughs> Prince Ge- Harry. Jeremy Vine. Jeremy oh, Vine. Oh, Christ. For yeah. God's sake. I don't think he had any idea who she was or what was going on. How did he get booked for it? He'll do anything for money, I think, I guess. Anyway, here we go. He uh,
6: can pay. What is amazing to me is I'm on a meeting Whoa. with Jackie Weaver. This is incredible. <laughs> who was the bloke who shouted, Don't hear, don't start, don't start? Who was that?
0: <laughs>
1: who is that? He's no idea, has he? I think he meant to say,
0: You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver.
1: Yeah, that's
2: what it's like. That's the famous quote, isn't it? That he's looking for. Yeah. I'm the vice chair, I take charge. <laughs> I take charge. Yeah. It was like uh, John Snow <coughs> in Game of Thrones, that. Who? Oh, that, that, that guy the then. North. I'm King of the North! <laughs> no, maybe not. No, maybe Reese Bolton. <laughs> yeah, not John Snow. Reese? Whatever.
4: <laughs>
1: Reese. What's his name? Rhys Bolton. Ah, oh, fuck me. Not Reese. Rhys <laughs> <Bruce> Bolton. <laughs> Roose <Bruce> Bolton. <laughs> Another uh, highlight for you.
5: There's two things I don't do.
1: Oh God. Anal and (laughs) Felching.
6: (laughs) Uh, Anal Felching, yeah. That's that's one, isn't it?
2: (laughs) Spider Man. (coughs) She doesn't take a Spider Man.
6: Right. Only two. Only two. Geography and history. Oh gosh, you're like me. That's the problem I had at school. But do you blame your teachers like I do? No, I mainly blame the fact it's boring. Oh, come on. Where is the Sahara? You know, this is an interesting question. You know, what is it that makes... It's fucking riverton? isn't it? I can tell by looking at your face as you...
2: Yeah, no, I hope it doesn't get any downloads. Makes a rock
5: green. What, why is it interesting to know where the Sahara is? Why, when am I going to need to know this? It's, think,
2: well, it's true. I think it's quite interesting where the Sahara is.
6: And, you know, yeah, of course it the, is. The Sahara generally, yeah. and, you know, the people that live there that I think the happiest people are people who haven't travelled. I do believe that in life choice is dangerous.
2: Well, alright, okay, generally. so we're going down that, you know, Marxist <laughs> uh, route here.
1: Well, he's, he's on the BBC. <laughs> the choice is dangerous. Yeah. Well, this is like... Uh, I think he's been institutionalised through lockdown, maybe.
2: <laughs> we're linking to What's-His-Face, the Phantom of the Opera f-
1: philosophy
4: Michael Crawford Rackle-crackle. yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> it does it's a bit of a callback to that isn't it yeah paralysed by choice no mm. I think that's on you Jeremy I don't, I don't think I feel that way anyway
6: no. having choices is not good everyone says you need choice you don't if I went to a restaurant today and someone said look this very attractive waitress will oh. spend the evening with you if you would like it that's, that's that's a choice that's good but it's not good for my marriage that's my a choice
4: wa- that's good <laughs> It's not good sense. for why, my...
6: Why has he
2: gone there? It's not good for my marriage. Why doesn't he just say, you know, if I want to go and buy a car, um, you know, there's thousands of different cars. Everyone buys SUVs, which are pointless. It's a weird flex, isn't it, right? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, why, why is he going straight to
6: prostitution? Because, obviously, there's something there, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. Anyway. wife would not be impressed? So, I think... Um, she, she's not going to be impressed that it was even a thought, No, Jeremy. to be honest, as I told that story, I realised that was even more dangerous than the last one. And
4: yeah, sure, Yeah, weird flats, Ben. Mm-hmm. Mm. This podcast suddenly got more interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, here's Jackie talking about a dinner date.
5: Whatever had been on that plate yeah, <laughs> but would t- have gone in me no matter how much... And I disliked it, and I would have smiled and exactly. said it was lovely. Exactly.
1: But it's a weird, weird turn of phrase. That
5: whatever had been on that plate,
1: yeah,
5: <laughs> <but> would have <laughs> gone in me.
1: Was it a gherkin? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, It might as well have been
4: a trouble, so, maybe. Yeah.
1: yeah, I've saved you the trouble. It's it's gash.
4: It's terrible. Awful.
1: Oh no! Did you listen to it? Yeah, because I knew there would be material in there.
4: What's uh, what's the runtime?
1: Half an hour.
6: <laughs> Just listen Small to Mal Baker
1: podcast. Absolutely. No. Instead, yeah, you might learn something mm. rather than uh, Jeremy Vine's weird psychology. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. kind of interesting, but I don't really care about Jeremy Vine. So, plus no, we uh, all knew he was a LAUGHTER <laughs> Yeah. Ooh. Did you uh, Did you see the toddler who saw a goat in her back garden? Ah, oh, sorry, no. but
4: I didn't listen to the sound. <laughs> you had it with the sound off. You missed the best bit. I know.
5: A fucking goat outside. It's just a goat. No,
2: it's a fucking goat. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's a Fucking goat. <laughs> <laughs> So
2: that's about two years old. Uh. Yeah, his mum not just shouted to dad, "There's a fucking goat in the
6: back garden." <laughs> and then you immediately turn around
1: and your two-year-olds. Then you go, "Oh shit!" They are weird, aren't they? Kids, how they pick up things instantly, mm. and you haven't to react. No, if know. you react, you're just asking for it to be repeated. No, She's yeah. right
4: to say it's, it's just a goat. Mm-hmm. Fucking vegan goat. <laughs> 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 it's a sawyer <soya> goat. Yeah. <laughs> it's the blind man. Oh dear.
1: Anything uh, on time on? Ten
4: past ten. Have you got anything else for us? Just that yeah. Iceland, Iceland Eurovision banger we need to squeeze in. If you, We can't play music, can we? Well, no. That was,
1: no, I've not clipped it. That because was the
4: finest music I've heard in a long time. It was a great song. Mm. It was a great song. I loved the knitwear. Yeah. <laughs> yep. so the keytars c- that turned into a circular keyboard in the middle eight.
2: Do you feel you said that you were underwhelmed by this year's Eurovision though. So do you feel it wasn't as outrageous as it normally is or
1: something? Exactly yeah it was they're taking themselves too seriously. Far too seriously. Was the songs too good this year do you mean? No they're, they're never good. <laughs> yeah. But at least they can have fun with it. Right okay. Occasionally there'll be a banger or a mm. brilliant song. Usually one a year. Mhm. And then other than that song you just want them to go hog wild. Right. Just completely as mental as possible, please. On yep. this like the the performance and stuff. Yeah, like the and
4: the staging and mm-hmm. and everything. Russia was pretty weird, wasn't it? With the big it started big weird, doll, and then yeah. it was done in twenty just, seconds, yeah.
1: and then it was like a a pretty lame rap You'd
4: thing. A rap, yeah. They should have had pussy right. On. <laughs> are they? Are they still, a I still in prison? Are they? Do they? I don't know. When they had that all that um, text up at the back, I thought, are they going to make a political stand? No. Here? <laughs> Mark what well, country was thing. it in? <coughs> it was in... Uh, oh, I don't know. It wasn't Holland, but that's where the the uh, VT was when they were going around looking at those houses. Before. Rotterdam? Oh, it was in Holland. there you go, Rotterdam. Do, away, do, yeah.
1: do you see the controversies today over the winners? No. The Italian no, no. rockers? No. Uh, yeah, there's the investigation underway because uh, <laughs> footage seemed to have seen, shown the singer snorting coke off his table... Oh dear! While well, the results were being counted, oh dear. Uh, the van the band vociferously deny it, and he says he was picking up a broken glass
4: with his teeth,
1: <laughs> with his nose, <laughs> with <in>.
2: his <laughs> snorting some glass. But well, I mean, you'd have to be pretty daft to snort coke when there's a camera permanently on you.
1: Yeah, you would go to the men's room. Yeah,
2: and, yeah. yeah, unless he was so high that he just didn't care.
1: They've uh, they've volunteered to take drug tests. I think it's maybe uh, a storm and teacup. I think maybe the yeah, you know, there was no drugs involved. Mm-hmm. A snowstorm, you know, snow globe. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, poor show. I wish I'd come and watch Total Recall with you two. To be
4: honest, uh, that was I, good.
2: It was it was bizarre watching it in the cinema. I was just saying. Uh, I think it's the first time I've seen the, an Arnold Schwarzenegger film in the cinema. All, I mean, I I uh, Total Recall was a film that I recorded off the TV and watched over and over and over again mm-hmm. um in the nineties. But it was weird watching it uh yeah on the cinema. On the film. big screen. Yeah. The massive with the eyes bulging out <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah,
2: that and also the um how the film was, like the misogyny Oh fuck off <laughs>
4: And that's not what you were saying in the cinema, but
2: and the uh, and like the throwaway lines and stuff. Like what? I can't remember. I, nice to meet you. He says at the end of something, doesn't he?
4: Well, when he meets someone, that's yeah. nice. Why to is that, that misogynistic? Well, no, I, I, I don't see there's that. He, he uses the term Indian giver at one point. Uh, so Indian I giver. I think that's in that way you give someone something and then you ask take for it back. back. Oh right! Oh, I don't remember that. We might be wrong, but
2: we we might we we're linking that to Native Americans,
4: mm.
2: yeah. and so you know, like uh, that kind of thing. So there was that. There was bits and pieces like that, but it was just yeah. That was it was we, uh, weird watching a film that isn't so sanitized.
4: That's what it was. Yes, yeah. It was of its time, and it, yeah. it was before anyone. You, you got know, told off. about anything. You just made a film. <laughs> you made we'll a have film. Explosions here. and yeah. all This glass is going to break.
2: Like the fucking thing that made me laugh. One of the things that made me laugh the most is when that, I assume <gasps> was an electric Johnny cab, smashing, <laughs> crashes in 10 foot into a wall <laughs> yeah. and just explodes into a small fireball and then into a giant fireball. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm thinking, what's on fire? Right.
4: I don't <laughs> what's know. What's burning? <laughs> know what caused that was it was he angry because he
1: he didn't pay him oh the famous pulling the probe out of the nose Oh, Oh, yeah, (laughs) and what also
2: made yeah that and uh the the amounts of times he goes it's just like every 10 minutes he's in (laughs) (laughs) pain going yeah he has a rough time (laughs) on Mars yeah get your ass to Mars um and also yeah it was uh, i enjoyed it though and also when you still when you come out of that as cheesy as it is now looking back at it the the story and you're never like me and ben were just saying you're you're never sure whether or not it was a dream yeah Yeah. right
4: till the end it's philip k dick
1: you don't know do you because
4: it just ends yeah
1: yeah it's based on on k dick and it was was so soderberg film no, Verhoeven. No, Verhoeven. I always get them mixed up. Yeah, He's done some Bellas, Starship Troopers. Yep. Yeah, it's I'm pretty sure he felt. did
2: Robocop, and that's why Michael, did, Michael, did. Michael yeah, Ironside yeah. is his go-to guy, and co in a lot of his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cohagen's in RoboCop yeah. as well, isn't
6: he? I get you, bastard, Co-Hagan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, Michael Ironside. He's in Starship Troopers. Yes, he is. That's uh, there's true. some proper political commentary in Starship Troopers. It gets overlooked in as, a, it. as a silly film, but and in Total Recall, there is as well. Absolutely, yeah. It's mm-hmm. you know it was it was and the demolition Robocop. man of its time, and RoboCop
2: as well. Yeah. Yeah. If you think yeah. about RoboCop and corporations and mm-hmm. policing and the militarisation of the police. Yeah. a
4: lot of times these daft films are vehicles for yeah, a, yeah. M- a, a serious message. Yeah. yeah.
2: Maybe not Shaw Girls. Uh no, that was just sexy fun. That was it. That was him as well. Versace. Verhoeven. Versace.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> and the uh, infamous pool shagging scene.
1: Yeah, it was the guy from <laughs> Twin Peaks, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah, what was that all about? But was you it? know, she was in was she not she was in saved by the bell, wasn't she? Yeah. So, you know, that was like a teenage fantasy to be able to see hair naked and having sex with people.
1: Right. You know what I think? On that bombshell. <laughs> right, okay. Well, uh, well, what time is it? It's, it's quarter past ten, according to my clock. Okay. 17 minutes past ten. My like who? Yeah. It's time to go, really, isn't it?
2: Yeah, so what we'll do is we'll keep an eye out for um, classic Arnold Schwarzenegger films and... Uh,
1: ben can get his free tickets again yeah absolutely we'll, uh, we'll save my dream about your, uh, your wife again until re- next week oh, again yeah yeah uh, it's been good I've enjoyed tonight it's been a good yeah. show yeah and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side anything yeah. to add
4: no
2: uh, praise Jabilon Wakanda forever Epstein didn't kill himself no Ghislaine knows
4: Ghislaine's <laughs> nose yeah
6: People have got to understand, vaccination is going to be, in the end, your route to liberty.
0: Masking up, washing my hands. This will be over by Easter. I think the curve is pretty flat, now what gives? All I want is a pint of pen so my chances on an adverse event. Hope I'm not allergic Got side effects But now I'm back on my feet Just a man Had his will to get lashed You see I got the Pfizer It's the cream of the crop No more blood clots And no thrombocytopenia But Boris Johnson's Gonna keep this locked up And what's worse is It's even though I
6: you know it's just you know super painful but it's not going to allow us to go completely back to normal in the same ballpark as seasonal influenza you don't give a fuck